Welcome everyone to the Go Blue Crew. This is episode 90. We're 10 away from 100, Derek. Wow, that's... That's hmm. crazy to think about. I don't even... How long have we been doing this? Uh, probably at least since 2015 in terms of podcasting. Maybe before that. I don't even remember. I mean, you'd have to go back to our volunteer days. And True. I want to say I was, man, I almost want to say that I was in Lakeland for most of that um, when I was working for the Tigers. But I do remember podcasting a little bit before I left because I remember it being winter. Um, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't the Go Blue Crew, that's for sure. It was uh, joining some other people. But yeah, I mean, those volunteer days were probably in 2015. Suffice it to say, it's been a while. Right, it's been a while. Yeah, we we've been at it for a while, and of course we'll have um, episode number one hundred coming soon, soon-ish. I guess that'll be exciting. I'm, I think we're in the planning stages for that still, but I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, there are a lot of things that we could we could do for that. I know we've thrown out some ideas, but honestly, what I think should happen is everybody should go to anchor.fm slash Wolverine Sounds or go to the uh, Anchor app on mobile. Go to the podcast, Wolverine Sounds, and leave us a message with what you think we should do for our 100th show. Wow. And, and um, leave, us, leave us a little, uh, what's another word for money? Uh, I'm trying donation, to think of, support, um, support, donations, some charity gift. Holidays are coming around the corner. They are coming. Yeah. Christmas um, in July. <laughs> we got to get past this stuff. Yeah. We're, we're talking garbage now. Topic today is Kalik Hudson and the possibility of, of, well, you know, this, this was your idea, Derek. And I don't want to, um, misrepresent your idea. So why why don't you tell everybody what we're talking about? Well, a few weeks ago, maybe over a month ago now, it's hard to hard to tell. Um, We've been doing this so long, you lose track. But we talked about uh, Michigan being without Chris Evans. At the time, I had just become official. Um, And I don't know if we talked about it that week or or a ways after, but we talked about life without Chris Evans and, and where the Wolverines would what they would do to move on. And obviously you've got a guy like Christian Turner, who's on everybody's radar. Um, True Wilson, um, somebody who got some time last year and Zach Charbonnet, an incoming guy. And, and Harbaugh recently said that, uh, you know, the, the running backs uh, look good and he's pleased with the unit at the time. But he also mentioned that uh, maybe Kalik Hudson and then another guy, uh, Jordan Anthony, who can be competing for the Mike linebacker spot, um, who are good star running backs in high school. He mentioned that they're also looking at uh, all options um, and, and everything's a possibility. And so I thought it'd be interesting to talk about what that might look like for Kalik Hudson to, to run the ball some. I don't take it as he's going to be in a starting lineup as a running back. I mean, he could be. Um, I see it more as a guy who comes in um, and maybe takes a couple of snaps at running back. Uh, Craig and I talked on the divine intervention about the potential of a two quarterback system. And we, one of the things that we both agreed on is with Josh Gaddis there and this new up-tempo offense and some of the changes we'll see, we agreed that, you know, 
the best players are going to be on the field, no matter what position, the best players are going to be there. And if Kalik Hudson, for example, um, a guy who apparently totes the rock for fun and practice, uh, pretending he's a running back, according to this Michigan Insider article, um, if, if he can do something on offense, uh, then I would expect to see him at running back. I, the, I mean, the most recent example of this, obviously, is Jabril Peppers, mm-hmm. who um, wasn't necessarily a running back. He was more, you know, he'd, he'd go in at Wildcat and like they'd put him in the slot or something. Although he did, um, like he was a traditional running back. I can think of um, what bowl game was it? Oh, man, it, it, we're, we're not looking good here. He came in at running back, though. I think I think it was in a bowl game. I don't know if he and, played a bowl game. I feel like Jabril Peppers skipped out was it was it perhaps against ohio state that i'm thinking of there was a game jabril peppers played running back everyone go look it up i promise it's true it's out there and i think that went well enough that people are not turned off by this idea and obviously it could come by necessity here with the the running back situation that Harbaugh says is fine, but you would expect a coach to say that, especially at this point when there's no like product to look at for the rest of us. I think if the Jabril Peppers experiment had gone south and it wasn't always great, but it it wasn't like terrible, um, people would be less optimistic about this prospect. But with that still fresh in everyone's minds, I think this is gonna get a a decent reception at least um you know if it if it comes true if we're really talking about this as a possibility going into the season yeah and if it's a really depleted uh, running back roster and and you need a guy um, i'm sure again whoever is best available will step up my one worry about Kalik hudson is the idea that he's probably going to be so important for the defense and when you think of uh, a final season and, and staying healthy, uh, I would have trouble um, seeing him do a too too much both ways, and that that's where I think that I think there's a possibility again that he'll see some snaps similar to where we saw Ambry Thomas do that. Now Ambry Thomas obviously wasn't a full time starter on defense either. Um, Jabril Peppers was a full time starter on defense and did um, get some opportunities to carry the ball. Uh, run that wildcat. Uh, I mean, he he ran for 239 yards and five touchdowns uh, his sophomore and junior seasons. We didn't see a lot of him uh, his freshman season because of injury and, and, and very little on offense, if, if even at all. Um, and so, again, I don't think Kalik Hudson would become the starting running back by any means, but I think that we'll see him. And really, I if he's going to do something, I think you're going to see it early because, like you said, we don't know what the running back situation actually is. Um, Harbaugh, of course, is going to say everything's going well, uh, as well as it could be, at least for the situation. Um, So I feel like if we're going to see him, it's going to be early. I don't think it's going to be one of those things where all of a sudden uh, there's no hope at the running back position and you're early November and you're like, all right, Kalik, let's, let's, let's try to do this thing. If he's going to do anything, I'm sure he's going to get reps early on in camp and potentially see the field, um, which kind of leads to what I think is more realistic is, is a guy like Jordan Anthony um, playing some more running back. Jordan Anthony is a guy who has not seen a lot of time uh, at, at Michigan. He's only appeared in seven games. He saw no action. Uh, during a freshman season, uh, but he did have 
um, some pretty good high school numbers at running back, was uh, recruited as a running back some places. And so I feel like it's more likely a guy, yes, competing for that Mike linebacker spot, but I feel like a guy like a Jordan Anthony uh, is probably more likely to come in and get um, at least more reps during the practice time. Because again, I just think Khalid Hudson's way too important for the defense as much as I do love uh, the idea of that Jabril Peppers who can uh, come in and, and do something special. Because again, Kalik Hudson had that season um, in 2017 where people were saying, hey, this guy's not only like Jabril Peppers, he may be better uh, in some ways, especially defense. So, I mean, to come full circle and also get some of the opportunities on offense that Jabril Peppers uh, did, that'd be awesome. But I just don't see it being a full-time thing. Yeah, that 2017 season, he had 18 and a half tackles for loss, eight sacks, two interceptions, uh, 11 passes defended. I mean, that's that's a crazy stat line, and you're absolutely right. There was a lot of um, well-founded talk, in my opinion, of Kalik Hudson being better ultimately than Jabril Peppers, which at the time seemed like um, a blasphemous thing to say. But he performed incredibly well in 2017. Not as well in 2018, but obviously um, still a really good defender. It seems like every team pretty much has a, 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 a few guys on defense who you know you could put on offense and like give them the ball and they could do something with it. And it, Do you think it really just comes down to not wanting to stretch them too thin? Yeah, I would say so, especially when you're talking about a defensive starter or an offensive starter for that case. I mean, there's been multiple times that I can think of uh, where you've you've heard guys all over the place um, who, you know, like also was a star high school uh, wide receiver and now plays cornerback. I mean, guys are likely going to be two-way at a lot of, especially the smaller schools or even some of the um, the smaller big schools. Now, some of the biggest football programs, the, the programs you see nationally ranked and, and all over, even like an IMG Academy down here by me uh, where uh, Cesar Ruiz played, Jordan Anthony actually played with Cesar, um, Shea Patterson. I mean, when you think of a team like that, you have so many guys that are going to get scholarships and likely play Division One football where you don't see as much um, two-way action. But for me, I, I know a guy in Kari Willis, a guy that I covered uh, living in Michigan uh, in college who um, played for Jackson Lumen Christie. He ended up being a starting safety in the last few years at Michigan State. Weird that we're talking about Michigan State on the uh, Go Blue group. But he serves as a good example. This is a guy who had, in the year I covered him, had nine 200-yard rushing games, averaged like 12 yards a carry was just completely unstoppable. And when I heard that he was being recruited and then ultimately signed to Michigan State as a safety, I hadn't even thought about um, him playing defense. And I know he played defense because he was a two-way player, but you don't have like those same stats. You don't have, oh, hey, he ran for 2,800 yards. You don't have a similar stat when it comes to, to safety, especially in high school football. And so for him to become a starter at Michigan State and have a, a, a really uh, credible uh, college um, season or two at, at Michigan State really kind of opened my eyes to like, you know, these are the, some of the best athletes uh, in the country at that age, especially the best football players that are going D1. And so a lot of them are going to play both ways. And so if Kalik Hudson um, has it in him and he says that he, he still kind of naturally has it and you never lose it. I mean, if he 
can play running back or Michigan needs him to, I think he could do a decent job at it. Again, just because these guys are so talented just athletically, um, I think that when you play a position like Klee Hudson does, Viper for so long, though, uh, you do probably become a little rusty uh, running back, and you're definitely taking hits uh, rather than giving them. Do you think if, if given the um, the number of playmakers Michigan has, do you think he would go in on offense if it wasn't out of necessity or anyone else on defense for that matter? Uh, maybe a guy like an Amber Thomas is the only guy I could think of. Um, but even last year, he was trying to just find a spot on the field. Um, and so I think it's usually going to be need some help uh, at a position or a guy is just too dangerously fast to to leave him off the offensive side of the ball. You see it a lot less, obviously, offense to defense. Now this year you've got a guy like Ben Mason um, who they're trying out on defense. Um, he could also – you could see him more as a running back. Uh, even in a no huddle, he played at the tailback position plenty of snaps last year. Uh, but – Likely just because of the workload and, you know, how physical football is in general, especially um, that move from high school to college. I think you're going to see guys mostly just playing on one side of the ball, maybe some guys that get snaps and then also play special teams. But I mean, unless it's a guy who's just, you can't keep off the field like a Jabril Peppers, I don't think you'll see it a lot. I mean, the goal is to have all 11 positions, offense, defense, and special teams be their own guy who's truly the best at that position. At six foot, two hundred twenty pounds, a linebacker. I mean, he would be a wrecking ball out there. That would be really something to watch. I think just the his physicality, like more physical than I think Jabril Peppers was. He he would probably mow some people over, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he again. He this is a guy who's who's. I mean, he lays some big hits, the multiple targeting calls. Um, and so this is a guy that can, uh, he'll bring it where no matter where he is. And so I'm just super curious to see how something like this would work. I mean, if you put him in there for a series, I mean, and he does well or scores a touchdown, you think it's the greatest idea ever. If you put him in a series later and he, he gets injured or concussed, um, you're, you're thinking, why don't you just leave him on defense? So, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. I do think, though, if you look at the roster full of athletes, I mean, I look at a guy like Michael Barrett who came in as an athlete, and there are tons of places that Michigan said he could play, but really at so far, you haven't seen a lot of him, if really any of him at all. And so, again, you can assume that most of these guys can play multiple positions, really maybe outside of some of the linemen, um, and like a kicker, I guess you could say. Although I would like to see Quinn Nordeen uh, tote the rock. He, he's got that, that attitude that makes it seem like he could at least pick up a couple of yards, fight for fall forward or fight for some extra yards, don't you think? I think so, yeah. So this is a question that I think um, – you could justify yes or no to. I'm inclined to think no in this scenario, but do you think any uh, any of Michigan's offensive players are are thinking like, do they not believe in me? Do not believe in the unit? Like, why would this even be floated out there? Is there something we're missing? Does does coach not think that we can get it done? Is, is there, do you think there's any of that? 
If there is, it'd be obviously the running back room and possibly the offensive line. I mean, a lot of times you've heard offensive line, more so the quarterback position, say, hey, you want to know who you're blocking for, uh, who, who you're going to be giving the snap to. Uh, I think that the same could happen maybe uh, at running back. You want to know who's back there and, and kind of their style of getting through the gaps and, and finding the holes. Uh, but for overall, it, it, would, it would have to be the running back room. And I don't think it's a negative thing, though. I think it's a guy like Christian Turner saying that, hey, you know, a proven star on my team uh, who was a good running back in, in high school. And who knows if you can compare maybe even better yard to yard. It's hard to compare to those things. But you, I think it just adds some some fire to like, you know, I have even that much more to prove. Like I'm going to play so well from the opening games that, you know, Klee Hudson love you, but would love for you to stay on defense. I've got it handled. There were True Wilson saying, hey, you know what? I was third string uh, last year. Uh, here's my opportunity. Like, what I'm not going to do is lose to somebody on the defensive side of the ball. And so I think that, I mean, yeah, maybe selfishly you, you have some of those thoughts, but overall, again, if someone like Kalik Hudson or even a Jordan Anthony completely goes offense and just dominates, I don't think you're going to be too upset. Okay. So in the last few minutes we have here, I have to bring up this unlikely scenario, but something that we should still talk about. And it's something that would get more traction if this whole thing comes to fruition. If Klee Hudson, let's say, puts up the defensive numbers he did in 2017, and he plays offense, um, he gets in there every game. It's not a lot, but he's electric. He scores touchdowns, rips off big runs, whatnot. Is he talked about as a Heisman contender? If Michigan's playing really well, yes. And he's got to do more offensively than Jabril Peppers did. Um, assuming that he can do more defensively, he's already proved to have a, a better season, at least uh, pound to pound that, that year that he took over for Jabril Peppers. And that's hence why the, why the talk of him uh, being a better defensive player started coming about. He was quiet last year on defense, so I think he'd have to have a, a much better defensive season be the true leader like a Devin Bush was last year and then do more offensively than Jabril Peppers because what he doesn't have is that, you know, that name that Jabril Peppers had coming into Michigan as being a top player of the nation, choosing to go to the maize and blue, um, always having people wonder when he'd be on offense because you saw all of his highlights on YouTube and such. You don't really have that with Klee Hudson. Uh, again, not that he can't be tremendous on both sides of the ball, but I think it would take a lot more um, because he just doesn't naturally have the same hype that Jabril Peppers did. Because Jabril Peppers, when that season started, uh, unless I'm wildly incorrect, I feel like he was already starting to be mentioned as a potential Heisman candidate if, in fact, he had, one, a monstrous defensive season, or two, saw any action on offense. Because he also had special teams going for him and returning punts. Um, and so I think if you match the, the two guys head-to-head, I think that Jabril Peppers probably got more of the Heisman talk because of his name. Uh, Klee Hudson would definitely have to to, to do his uh, work on the field to, to earn um, enough to be in that conversation. Now, I know this is a pretty specific hypothetical, but it's the way I see the – it's the path I see to that conversation. Um, Shea Patterson will be getting Heisman talk. I mean, he already is. And I think what will happen is as – talking heads are throwing out Shea Patterson's name, there's going to be a like, but don't forget, Kalik Hudson is tearing it up 
on defense and offense, you know, and I think that's how he might be able to, to stay in the conversation, if that makes sense. Yeah. And the, and the other thing too is in a best case scenario, you have both of those guys. Again, this is all assuming Khalid Hudson gets any time on offense, or maybe he just has that monstrous of a defensive season where you can have him in the Heisman talks. But if Michigan's got two guys, that obviously assumes that Michigan is a really good team because you don't have two guys up for the Heisman, even a dark horse Heisman candidate, if Michigan's not at least undefeated on going into the Ohio State game, if not um, on their way to a Big Ten championship. All right, what do you want to add to close out our 90th episode? You know what? I'm just going to add that I am all for all things new this season. And and honestly, I'd probably be disappointed if we don't see a couple of new things. New season, new me, right? Yeah, and as long as the best players on the field, I mean, I'm ready to to, to have some fun. And, you know, fall is it's around that time of summer. I love summer. A little hotter down here in Florida, so I don't get to enjoy it as much. But it's I'm ready for fall, man. I'm ready for some football. New season, new Derek. That might be the... The Go Blue Crew's official mantra going forward. I like it. Thanks for checking us out on the Go Blue Crew. If you want to follow me on Twitter, you can do it at Ty underscore Fenwick. You can follow Derek at Divine Identity. We still don't have burners. Dang it. We still don't have burners. We'll keep you posted. But thanks for listening. Go Blue. Go Blue.